You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Thanksgiving week uh, edition of Inside the Locker. It's Monday. Uh, the weather's supposed to maybe get a little bad tonight, so be weather aware tonight. Uh, I think there's wind, some rain maybe uh, later on. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in with us this morning. Our Twitter's at RX is at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. You can shoot us an email if you want to message us. You can download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. There's a message box on there that you can message us. And you also can take us with you anywhere you go if you're traveling during the uh, holiday season here, and that app is a great thing to have. Before we get started, we want to thank Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. All the colors, yellow is the most important, at least when it comes to building outdoors, no matter what your project is this season. Pier deck, fence, pergola, be sure to head down to your local Yellowwood dinner for Yellowwood brand Pressure Treated Pine. Re- Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot. Fungal decay and termite attacks, so it's no wonder Yellowwood is the brand of choice for building outdoors. If you have to build, build it right. Head down to the local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, uh, no, the blue plate was hit. Uh, it was close. Uh, Georgia Tech had to score late there to push that over the six and a half. And the dessert plate hit as well. Uh, Georgia... Uh, got off to a slow start and then just absolutely mauled Tennessee. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. For all of our listeners, all of our listeners, uh, and all the people that uh, keep up with college football, Auburn has Alabama right where they want them. They have them where they want them with you, and they have them, I'm afraid, where they might want them with their players. Auburn plays a team with a bad name. Nobody thinks about New Mexico State, but a good team. And they were not ready to play. So, therefore, all of you listeners will think that we'll be a breeze at Auburn. Alabama's a 14.5-point favorite in the game. You're thinking, uh, you're comparing scores. You're wanting to decide that uh, the game is going to be a poor game. and So, we'll see what happens. Games start Thursday night. Uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is that state, and they're 11-and-a-half-point favorite. And then Missouri is at Arkansas. The athletic director at Arkansas has decided he's not going to dismiss the head coach. And so Missouri will go in there and uh, play, and Missouri will be a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Arkansas gets seven-and-a-half when the game starts. Alabama-Auburn game, I'm not going to go through all that. Alabama-Auburn game is a 2.30 game on C- on CBS, so they have them right where they want them. Um, a- the AP has uh, Georgia number one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, um, Florida.
Florida State. Uh, I forgot where they were, but they're they are uh, got the got the kid hurt. Uh, going to struggle. Probably won't be in the final four. I don't know that for sure. In basketball, Connecticut beat Indiana. I say that because Net Connecticut was good. Alabama won big against Mercer. Auburn won big. Uh, Georgia and uh, Missouri lost in basketball. Mississippi State is playing a lot better. They're six and zero, and they won. They beat Northwestern. LSU upset Wake. I, I, I was surprised a little bit at that. If you're interested in basketball, um, and let's see. To, hey, if you want to watch a game today in the Maui Classic at one thirty our time, you can watch Tennessee play Syracuse. Uh, Tim Bayham won't be there anymore. It's a one thirty game if you want to watch that. If you want to watch some more basketball tonight, then uh, St. Joseph will play Kentucky at 6 o'clock our time. So um, we'll, we'll, have plenty, we'll have plenty to talk about. Barry and I will. I'm sure Barry's got a lot of, a lot of things. I want to take up his time, maybe a couple of other things, and then, and then uh, Barry and I can discuss whatever he wishes to, to discuss. Um, Syracuse coach got let out uh, after after the loss. Um, Dan Mullen is said to be a prospect for Syracuse. Um, they want to say that Riley's on the hot seat. I doubt it. Carson Beck's really a good quarterback for Georgia. For Georgia, people don't realize that. Uh, coach at Washington has got a shot to be the coach of the year. Don't know about that. Um, and uh, Barry, that's really a. I try to get up early and get it all done. That's about it. Um, I want to clear up, clear up something for people. New Mexico State they had won seven in a row. Now not yep. that Auburn should lose, but they are an NCAA Division One team. They're just an independent, and people were wanting to know, well, why would Auburn? Pay them one point eight million, right. but Alabama's only paying Chattanooga six hundred thousand. Well, that's like that in college basketball as well. If you college, if you play a Division two team, you're not going to hardly pay them anything because you're not getting a Division one win. So, in football, you're going to pay the Division one teams more than the one double A. So those guys can the one double A's cannot command as much money as the Division One, So that's why you pay New Mexico State $1.8 million and you pay uh, Chattanooga $600,000. Um, and so that's the reason uh, because they're really not considered a Division One win, right, when you beat Chattanooga. And I think you can only play so many of those over a four-year period. I'm not sure the exact rule, maybe two every four years or something like that. Um you don't think Nick Saban will be able to handle this situation? You're see, see, Nick Saban is worried about it. Sure. Nick Saban doesn't like that. He he, you try to get a pulse of your team, and sometimes we get a pulse, and sometimes we don't. I know that's been my case. My case, I had, uh, you know, sometimes I didn't get the quite the pulse of my team. Now, I would imagine you you probably agree. You think you're you think you're all right, and they're ready to play. Everybody's telling them, calling them. They don't understand football. The cousins, the girlfriends, everybody else. Boy, I'm telling you right now, y'all go have it easy down at, at Auburn. They got cracked by a New Mexico State. You got to you got to watch that because it's going to go on now for a week. 
I don't know. I, I hear different. Everybody says, ah, oh, that'll be that Auburn will look like the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, when they yeah. play. That's what I'm uh, talking about. Oh, that's what everybody's <laughs> saying. They're not saying what you're saying. That, oh, that's going to oh. be an easy game. Everybody's scared to death for some reason when they go down I hadn't heard that. to Auburn uh, when they see what happens there. Yeah, the rankings, um, you know, they come out tomorrow. Do you – Right now, AP has Florida State. They dropped and they put Washington ahead of them, which Washington yeah. had to go win in a driving rainstorm. Good win. Uh, do you drop Florida State because of the quarterback, or is that, is that fair? I don't think that the the back. It's a hard deal. It's a really hard call. It's a very difficult call, and you you're so right on that. So I don't know. You you know you lose the starting quarterback who's meant everything to them. You know that their team's not going to be as good. You do you do study the Florida Florida State game, see how that goes there. If Florida knocks them out, Florida could have won them at Missouri. They didn't, but they could have. They played pretty hard. Um, so you know, I just don't know. Um, when you were a kid. For whatever reason, Barry, uh, when you were a kid, you had your teams. You liked them for whatever reason. You liked the Minnesota Vikings. That was your team. Yeah. Uh, some wonder that I can remember that. But I, I wanted to mention that your Vikings got beat by Denver last night, twenty-one to twenty. You uh, were just a kid. Jeff from Haynesville uh-huh. says, shaking my head, wimp. Uh, you got to have a better take that Auburn has Alabama where they want them. Uh, how laughable you would start the morning off like this, shaking my head with a thumbs down. Uh, well, you can go. You can turn the radio off. <laughs> Don't That's be sensitive. Do. He just doesn't like that take. But he can turn the he can turn the radio I off. I think the uh, the the demand for the ticket probably went down a little bit. Thank you. Um, off of that particular game, and sometimes you let your guard down. Uh, if Auburn blasted uh, Arkansas, and then they come in and they lay an egg. So, so just human nature says you have a little bit of a letdown. Uh, right, so, you do. So, Jeff, uh, kind of read the room. That's well, the I was just playing with, you know, I was just getting something that's a little bit different. Jeff can take a hike, take a short late, uh, walk on a long bridge. All right, well, take a long walk on a short <laughs> bridge. You want to get it right. All right, back to the, uh, I'll get to the, uh, Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. You're up early. Coach Wimp. Hey. Coach Wimp. Yes, sir. Uh, give me the information on your thing tomorrow night. It's at the top of the mountain. Is that Legacy's Golf ter- golf Course? What is that? Um, golf Club, I think it's called. Yeah, it starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, okay. Scott Griffin and I will be there it's at uh, 5.30. It's going to be raining and stormy. Scott Griffin's going? Mm-hmm. He's going to speak. Who is he? I've heard of him. You know Scott Griffin. Um, Scott used to be a TV guy. He had a show at one time. He does. He's on Channel 42 now, yeah. CBS. Yeah. Well, he's um, not living in Tuscaloosa. I knew yeah, I heard the name Bar- of Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. Okay, Kate. Uh, you won't, we won't be impressed. I'll, I'll say about the same thing I'm saying on this show, but uh, I've got all what down what I want to say. I'm going to try to explain to the people about why they brought in another quarterback, why they played the way they played at South Florida. 
so that those goobers in the audience will understand that. Yeah, I get tickets at coach. Do what? You get them at the door. You get them at the door. Yeah, you get them. I'll get you. If you can't get a ticket, I'll get you in. You'll get it. All right, thanks, Coach. Hey, hey, Barry. Yes, sir. Uh, real quick, you think I should hold his feelings? Tell him that I thought about uh, not going because the only one going to be there. Well, you just told him. I didn't hear, I didn't hear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He knows I'm kidding. I'm he going to see he him. He thought about not going because Sonny wasn't going to be there. He knew it wasn't going to be his Well, game. I'll blame Sonny. Sonny's a lot funnier than me. I'm going to try to give you some information, and uh, there'll be some funny things said, but I, I, know, Coach. I don't t- tell a whole bunch of funny jokes. That's Friday, you lines. They come out there and ready to play. They just put out man. Yeah, well, right. you know, did you watch in that game, Coach? Yeah, I did. Nothing. They got outscored fifty-eight to nothing after yeah. that. So. They were real. real well, they, they, that, that was a good. It's very exciting for them to be up thirteen to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, I, and I, that's why he'll build something. Hopefully, he they took a picture of the scoreboard at thirteen to nothing. They can put that on the media guide. That's right. Hey, uh, Bay, I'm glad. I, I'm glad I locked in yesterday when I saw that ten-five line on Alabama Auburn because. Uh, uh, it went up. I knew it was going to go up. Fourteen and a half. Fourteen. Yeah, really, ten and a half. You'll see when it come out. Oh, really? You not see it? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was ten and a half when it come out. Hmm. Yes, all I right. jumped all over. It. All right. Well, Bryce, call us back Wednesday. Let me know how he does. Hey, uh, real quick. You know, Alabama just needs to keep doing what they're doing and go out there and uh, take care of business and start okay. fast, and they have no problem. My TV, went bad. my TV went bad. Did the second-string quarterback play any? Yeah, he uh, he had a 70-something yard run and dropped the ball right before he got in the end zone. But he, played, he played okay? Yeah, he played good. Except he dropped the ball before he got in the end zone. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I, that, I, I cannot understand. Like, if I'm coaching, I would tell that guy, if you score a touchdown – you hand the ball to the official. You do not. If you drop the ball, you're going to get up for a month at 5 a.m. and run. What is it called? Yeah, and they they got the ball on the one and a half. Alabama got the ball on the one and a half. They didn't get the. He didn't get the touchdown. Is he a prospect? To, is he a prospect to transfer? Mm, probably. You know, his dad's a coach. You know, his dad got all over him. Coach just told him to go back in there. And the ball off. Yeah, well, if that was that would have been, not been the score. How much did he play, Barry? You're you're big into that. Uh, I don't. Not enough. Uh, coach leaves those guys in the like, first half. Coach, come on, get Milro out of there in the second quarter. Uh, I'll look it up. They even put Dylan Lonergan. He got him. Uh, he got in at the end of the right full hole. Did he? Yeah, no, they lost. Did Lonergan play any? Lonergan played a little bit. Uh, the kid from Notre Dame, you know, he didn't play. What's the other two kids' yeah, names on the team that's quarterback? Holstein and um, what's the guy from Notre Dame? Holstein Buckner. Buckner. Yeah, they didn't play at all. No, no, Holstein's from where, Louisiana? Yeah, he'll be gone. Yeah. Uh, who, who's the other kid? Tyler Buckner. Buckner from Notre Dame. Yeah. So, thank you, Bryce. Hey, I, I appreciate y'all letting me play. Right, uh, oh, I thought there was two freshman team, two kids on a, on a team. Well, Lonergan's a freshman. Uh, he's a redshirt freshman. Lonergan, the kid from Notre Dame? No, that's Buckner. We're having a problem.
common names this morning. Royal Cleaners, they can make your life easy. They'll come right to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, in North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. For all your cleaning needs, let Royal handle it. 205-391-0034. You're listening to Tide 100.9 SE Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, a couple of nasty wrecks on the roadways. We got one on US 11, both directions at Tingle Tangle Road in Vance. Another one, this may be bad, 2059 westbound at exit 71, that's Alabama 69. If you see conditions, please give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns and Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Monday morning. It shouldn't be a surprise for native Southerners, but it's Thanksgiving week. That means changing weather conditions possible, and we will have it. Strong to severe thunderstorms, even a small tornado potential overnight tonight. Here is a slight 2 and 5 chance for severe weather running between 10 and 4 tomorrow morning in West Alabama. There's also a wind advisory with gusts upwards of 40 miles per hour from 7 tonight until 7 tomorrow morning. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for later updates. Don Hartley Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and mild today. The high for this afternoon around 71. Rain and thunderstorms moving in tonight. There could be a few strong storms involved, the low 59. Tomorrow, cloudy and windy. Rain ending during the morning, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellow pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Uh, Jackson State, Mo Williams, they went to Missouri and knocked them off uh, yesterday. So good win for the former Alabama guard to go to SEC Missouri. I'm sure they got paid a lot. Jackson State. Yeah. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline, get Phillip in. Good morning, Phillip. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I think uh, I think Alabama will be fine Saturday, and I understand what everybody's saying about the environment down there and uh, how that's typically a, a really hard place for Alabama to play, and it is. But I think Alabama's got much better leadership on this team this year, and I think the coaching's just overall better. Uh, I think Kevin Steele will really be a benefit on the defensive side, and I think Tommy Reese right now, he's sort of... He's sort of got a, got a little bit of a groove on him. He's got a lot to work with. He's got railroad. He's got uh, good backs. Um, you know, he's got the receivers are getting better. And the offensive line is getting better. Yeah, I don't think this will be much of a game, uh, to be quite honest with you. you know, I know it's hard to play at Auburn, but... Uh, not this team. I, I just don't think Auburn. I don't know how in the world Arkansas got beat uh, that bad by Auburn, but uh, not a very good Auburn team, Philip. To be quite honest with you, don't you think Alabama goes in there and, and covers I, covers this line? I, I think they will. I, I believe they will. And then I'm a guy that sort of 
You're usually a pessimist. You're being an optimist. I, I, I've been that way for a long time, but I'm being an optimist this week. And I just, you know, you're, 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 being, you're being an optimist to some extent. You're also saying, I think. Oh, well, yeah. Right, <laughs> I guess we all, we all, all right. do that. Philip, let me ask you all this. Um, we're talking about Alabama getting, uh, you know, how they're going to get themselves up to the final four. First of all, I don't know. I'm very they, concerned about that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they can beat Georgia. But my question to you is the Michigan Ohio State play 11 o'clock on Saturday. If it's a tight game, does Alabama jump one of those one loss teams? I mean, they will have lost to number two or three, depending on who wins. Are they automatically going to be out the loser of that game? Is this a, is this a play in game? Uh, well, or could the, that, could that one loss team be ahead of Alabama still? First of all, while I've got it on my, my mind, let me tell you what my chief concern is. Okay. And my concern is if Alabama beats Georgia, let's say, okay. that Georgia does not just automatically fall out of the top four, that they go to four, but that Alabama, due to other teams continuing to win, does not necessarily somersault a bunch of folks and get into the top four. Yeah, I'm going to go to my head. I think to Georgia's head. a critical. Yeah, I'm going to go to my head-to-head on that, though. If Alabama beats Georgia head-to-head, they both only got one loss, you got to put them ahead of them. Maybe one's three, one's four, but uh, I don't see how you could have put Georgia ahead of them if Alabama beats them head-to-head. Uh, and the only reason I say it, Dad, is because Alabama's number eight. Yeah. Yep. And that, that that mountain to climb is is a pretty high mountain, especially if FSU wins out, especially if Texas wins out, and um, you know, and then you're going to have a Pac-12 team uh, probably be over Alabama. So the the, the problem is Alabama uh, fighting probably three teams yeah. for two spots. Yeah, the problem has already been the problem was established when they got beat by Tennessee. But when he got beat by Texas now, now that you look at it, now that you're here where you are, the, te- the Texas thing was, uh, you're a good caller, and I know I believe everything you say, but the thing that, <laughs> the, biggest, <laughs> yeah, the, big, the big thing is that the Texas game comes to haunt you. We all talk about it. It wasn't a, a bad loss because it was early in the year. That's not true. It was a bad loss. Well, too, I believe that, I can't recall exactly, but when Alabama played South Florida the following week, and they won, but then Alabama followed a couple of spots. Yeah. Yeah, and they should have. So, so there you go. Those, those are spots that we had, we could hardly make up all season long. Took us, took us all season to, just to get the number eight. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say in the quarterback club tomorrow night about that. Alabama needed to find out in the South Carolina and South Florida games, the only place they could find it out, who the second-string quarterback was. When they yeah. did that, Milrow pouted a little bit. And when he pouted a little bit, the team didn't. The team went along with him. And South Florida, who was not supposed to be very good, played their fannies off, and Alabama didn't play real hard. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the, but that was the only place they could go to to find out who the second-string quarterback was did but both second string quarterbacks play well? Not necessarily, no. But you know they did. They did find out who number two was in that game. 
They found out. They found out. But I, I don't know about all. I mean, I, I'm not disputing that. I just I wish Alabama had got about that a little bit differently. Because well, I think, they, they I, think that's true. I do too. Well, I do too. The only problem with the way they're doing it is the committee is not rewarding you for playing a tough schedule. So if Alabama had played Texas State, they would be ranked number two right now, right? Because they would have won. I think so. Yeah. So <laughs> when they look at it, and so there's no incentive to play a tough schedule uh, anymore out of conference when you're yeah. going to let these people play these schedules and you don't penalize them for it. Uh, so you just schedule down. Don't worry about it. And when – you win in your league, you're, you're taken care of. Where Alabama, where Georgia did not play Oklahoma, they played Ball State. Now, when Georgia's played these top teams, they've absolutely demolished them, though. So they've looked the part as well. They demolished Tennessee up yeah. there. They demolished but, Ole Miss. The other thing, I'm going, the other thing I wanted to say, I'm going to say to you because I'm practicing to you and Barry, is that when they got into the meeting, which I can find out, and they had the two quarterbacks. They felt like if one of those got injured, they were in a mess. They were down to one. And that is the reason he wasn't any good or didn't play well. That's the reason they went to Notre Dame and took him. Exact reason. He ain't no good. Well, I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying they covered themselves with three quarterbacks. Yeah. That's the reason they did that. And then when they went to South Florida – they they wanted to find out who the number two was. That's exactly the reason they did, they did both those. I can tell you that for sure. Mm. There you go. All right, Philip. Thanks. Hey, guys. What's your Thanksgiving schedule like? Y'all going to be in the studio this uh, week? We're going to be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're off Thursday, Friday. So. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, Friday. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, two-minute truck out 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, you just need them to come to your house to help you uh, get ready for the holidays. They're ready, willing, and able to help you. 205-247-5050. That's two-minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, a couple of nasty wrecks on the roadways. We got one on US 11, both directions at Tingle Tangle Road in Vance. Another one, this may be bad, 2059 westbound at exit 71, that's Alabama 69. If you see conditions, please give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Jingle the side the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressurewood, Fruity Pine, Yellowwood. If you want to find the dealer close to you, go to yellowwood.com, put the zip code in. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe well, me. Well, Barry. You don't want it. Yes. When I discuss that kind of stuff, I'm just talking about the people who really don't know a lot about football. They just watch Alabama play. Those are the ones that, that you know, that think that it's easy. Yeah. The guys that call in, the guys that know football, they, you know, they think Alabama's going to win. Alabama probably will win, but it, it, it does with your kids. You know, it concerns you a little bit if you're the head coach. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's a former assistant at Ole Miss, Florida State. 
radio personality throughout the southeast joins us every monday to break it down coach max howell good morning max how are you hey max morning guys how y'all i'll probably fit that category sometimes just you know a fan that just likes to watch the game well, I was I was discussing, yeah, I was discussing Auburn had Alabama right where they wanted them because Alabama folks would be you know, would think the game would be easy. Alabama Auburn played a, a bad name, good team. That was the sure. problem. Go ahead. Yeah. What 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 happened to Auburn, uh, Max? I mean, I think you I, know, New Mexico State had won seven yeah. in a row. They shouldn't beat Auburn that bad. They were Auburn was a twenty six point favorite, got beat by twenty one. Hugh Freeze was absolutely disgusted. His game press conference lasted about five minutes. So uh, I'm sure everybody is walking on eggshells around him uh, today. What what happened there, Max? I'm I'm not sure that you know looking forward. Sometimes, obviously, it's not the best medicine to take for your team. But a lot of coaches will do that. That You know, again, pretty good team, but not a strong name. And, you know, looked at it and said, hey, we've got two weeks to get ready for Alabama. And, I, again, I, I try to put myself in that category and said, you know, if I, even, if I don't play well and don't come out too good here, if I can give Alabama a good football game going into, you know, going into spring, uh, you know, my security is probably a little bit better. I have no idea whether that's right or not. I'm just trying to improvise what I, I, would, I thought through it and saying probably some of the same thing you guys are hearing this morning. How in the heck did they, you know, stumble through that ball game and like, like it wasn't even, you know, like they hadn't prepared for it. And that's yeah. the first thing that pops in mind. And I've been on staff that did that before. Uh, I don't overlook the team. I, I don't ever remember losing one, but I, I've, I've played up, I've coached on some teams that we played close, like they've lost it, looking forward to the next week. He, he's indicated uh, in, in his stuff that he prepared very well for Alabama when he was at Ole Miss, and he knew what to do to beat them. He didn't okay. say it exactly like that, but he, he did say it yeah. pretty close to that. Uh, so my question to you is, what does it take? Uh, what can what can Auburn do to stay in the game with Alabama? I think it's going to be hard for him, Coach, just based on talent. Uh, Alabama's, you know, every year – right there at the top we're recruiting and they coach them up on top of that once they get them there uh, a lot of those kids on the Auburn team came in off the portal I think I read we had 41 or 42 he brought in how many of them are playing I'm sure a lot of them on the defensive line and offensive front are, are playing and rotating in and out uh, and I think I think Alabama will have to help them uh, throw yeah. a pick fumble a ball you know to keep them close yeah. and, and again I think I think that's going to come to, to Coach Saban on the sideline. Uh, he, you know, I don't think he's going to play a lot of kids, but I think he he wants to control the game from the, you know from the first snap. So because uh, he's got a lot riding on this thing too, uh, a, a big win will be impressive. You know, to, to probably to some of the voters. I don't know how many, but yeah. uh, that thing's going to boil down to guys. If if they beat Georgia, uh, with one lot, you know, got one loss going in, they're going to probably get in the playoffs. Yeah. But what do they do with Georgia? Are they going to put two from the SEC team in with a loss each? I don't know. I think it's going to depend uh, on you know a lot of other things getting ready for, for this. Because we'll all watch TV tomorrow night at six o'clock. Yeah, Max, I was trying to explain to people. New Mexico State is a Division One team. Chattanooga is one double A, so you have to pay a lot more to get a Division One team than a one double A, and then. Sometimes, you know, they got to have that date, uh, so you have to pay a little bit more. 
so you don't have to pay Chattanooga. They can't command that much money. You can only play so many one double A teams over a four year period. That's why you pay that team a lot more. But that to me, if I'm the head coach of Auburn, that's embarrassing that we pay this team that much money. To, you're, you're buying a win. That was done years ago. And they come up with, well, I'm still, but your administration and the people that donate money, this, that, no, we pay this team $1.8 million and yeah. we don't show up to uh, play and we get we lose and get that team. A well, nobody there gets the blame for it, though. Gets a one, well, yeah. huh? Nobody at Auburn gets the blame for it. Why? Because they weren't there. Well, well, but they didn't have the team ready to play. <laughs> oh, that's right. But I'm, no, nobody gets the blame for playing them. But I'm, I'm not saying playing them, but I'm just saying if I pay somebody $1.8 yeah. then my team needs to show up to play, right? That's embarrassing, isn't it, Max, to, to Hugh Freeze? But yeah, but Barry, Barry, if you poll that fan base out there, I, it won't be one out of ten know how much good it's taking past it. Well, they know they had to pay them. But they don't oh, it's all out that, there, though, because they it's out there. But 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 they don't read. They don't pay attention to that. No. Listen, I've, I've been a fan and a, you know I'm on the sideline both, and I've sit in those stands and I know what the conversation is. It's nothing about that. They want to know why they played so poorly, mainly. Uh, you know whose fault is that? Well, it's only a story because Alabama paid Chattanooga six hundred and they paid one point eight. And people don't understand well, why you only pay. Why is Alabama only had to pay six hundred and they're paying one point eight? Well, that's why because that's a division it one is. team. Agreed. Yeah. So, but a lot of people don't even know New Mexico State. You know, division one. Sure. They don't pay that right. much attention. You know, to teams that yeah. That far west, let's just say, okay? Well, they know now. <laughs> you, you, like Gene Stallard said, if you don't think it's a big game, try losing it. Uh, yeah, so. That's exactly right. Yeah. He's right. Um, so what does that mean for this game, uh, Max? It's an Iron Bowl. Uh, Hugh Freeze will have their attention. I don't know what that means as far as how good this yep. team is. Alabama uh, is clicking on all cylinders. Their confidence is at an all-time high. The line's 14 and a half. Do you see Auburn even yep. keeping it within that number? I don't see it right now. I, I think Alabama's way more motivated than just this game. I think the game, obviously, is important to them. But I think they're looking forward now to Georgia. they got to play Georgia. Then they, they, if they beat them, they're looking forward to getting to the playoffs. Because they've come very so far. Uh, but, you know, after they lost to Texas and played that poor game against South Florida, I mean, it was, it was a lot of – Bumbling, if you guys know, you sitting right there, you know, with the community. But I, I the fact is, is yeah. you know, they go. I think they want to win it, and I think they want to win it impressively. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah, I want to ask you and Barry this this question, both of you, because Barry keeps up with it more than I do. Does the Chattanooga game help a lot in people thinking about transferring? And by that I mean the running back that that Barry talks about is who's good ran back for a touchdown. Justice does that? Does, yeah, does that really to Barry and to you both? Does that does isn't that a real help to for people to think about the transfer rule? Well, in a way it is there, but I think I think sometimes coach there are other things that are motivating. I think Coach Saban does a different kind of promotion in that he, he's got them thinking playoff. You know, regardless of what it takes. You know, they only go we'll play a little bit of time. And it, it, you know, it, historically, he's not subbed a lot. We know that. I mean, particularly at the quarterback position. Uh, but I think this year's a little bit different. And I think he knows. He, we saw two two quarterbacks go down, you know, at the Florida-Missouri game. So, you know, you, you look at what's happening at that level. Uh, I think there'll be some kids that, look, 
I see a class up over there. There's some kids playing on come that come through the portal. This is like the third or fourth school they've been to. So that that kind of kid, that transfer uh, professional, I'll call them. Uh, I think yeah, they're looking to, to get a little. Yeah, but I think a, fr- a freshman that plays, I think it helps him, don't you, Barry? Yeah. Uh, I think it does. I think Coach started working on that earlier in the week when he. Uh, had one of his rants. It wasn't a bad rant, but it was a rant that all the NFL scouts he's talked to, none of them ask about, you know, a kid's freshman playing time. So he, he was yeah. sending a message to the freshman there, like, just wait your turn. What you're doing as a freshman right now is going to have no bearing on your NFL draft status. So a coach has been working on that with the, with the media well, early in the week. Well, look, he's always looking for the head, but that, you're talking about number 22. The kid from Georgia, the Subit, the running back. Yeah, Haynes, yeah. Justice Haynes. Right, yeah. Well, his dad played at Georgia, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Coach Saban went in and got him. And, and he is a good player. I don't think he's into that. And he's going to play. Uh, if, you know, I we don't know about the motivation, about his family. And there's a lot of other things that play, you know can play into that as well. But uh, overall, I would think that he's right. That the fact is that what you do as a freshman, really means a lot to the to the staff and where you are, but if you look at the NFL, they gonna wait you you know, they gonna wait till you you qualify for the NFL at least years again. Uh, three years past the you know, past your high school graduation. So I you know, I think it's all a matter of opinion, uh, with each one of those kids and uh for Alabama's sake, I hope twenty two stays right there. He's a good he, I think he's gonna be yeah. a great player. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Uh Max, Florida State, uh, you know, the quarterback gets hurt. What a shame. They talk about what a great kid he is. Um right. I don't know much about their backup. Maybe you do. Should they should you fall in the poll because your quarterback gets hurt? Is that fair to all the kids on the team? No. Well, well talk about that situation. Well, I think no, I don't I don't agree with the falling in the poll because of that uh situation. So I mean, you know, you got team playing each other. Probably end up with number two's playing. Uh, so, uh, no, I, I don't think it has anything to do with what you. The polls should reflect on what you've done up to then. Uh, the, the projection out, I don't know that any of those guys there has got crystal balls. Remember that that uh, statement Coach David made earlier in the year? He picked up the Coke bottle with the, with the guys were asking what he, who was going to be the starting quarterback. He picked up the Coke bottle and said, guys, this is a Coke bottle, not a crystal ball. And, uh, and, and I think that's the way, you know. That's, that's the way everybody should read it. But, well, some some writers and all want to jump in and get a story. You know that. They're going to jump out there, regardless of what it looks like. They're going to put something on paper. Yeah. Dad? Um, where, where, do we, where do we stand? Georgia's awfully good. Um, yeah. Alabama beating Georgia. We've talked about this a lot. I, and I know that. But Texas, Alabama beating Georgia, does that, does that to me, if, if Georgia's number one, that auto, does, that, does that not automatically put Alabama in or not? Well, what about the, if they beat Georgia? Go back, nobody's talking about winning the conference championship. That used to be a priority. That used to have to be the thing. If Alabama beats Georgia, they're the SEC champion. They should get in. Now, the only other thing, Georgia's played well enough to get in and be in. But the fact is, is that they aren't going to take two two one no. teams from the SEC. You know, this is the year for twelve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. So, uh, so Alabama, you know, Alabama, the line's already out. I think Georgia about three, and that's a that's a pickup game. And I think the you know the guys who picked the lines got a good idea. 
it's just going to be a, a knockdown drag out. Alabama will certainly be ready. Georgia will be too. Is it, it is, it, is it fair that the Ohio State Michigan losers out, Max? Is that right? Is that fair? <laughs> well, it, if, if they go take a one loss team, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know that it's fair. But what they're trying to do, what they would have left have had four undefeated teams, that's not going to happen. Well. But uh, then they're going to have to go in and def- define, Barry, in my opinion, they're going to have to define that one loss. Well, they would all like to have Michigan they, now. They could have four undefeated teams. You could have Georgia if they beat Alabama. The Ohio State, Michigan winner, Washington, and Florida State. Those could be four undefeated teams uh, right there in it. Could be. But I, they can do it, I know, but the odds are they yeah. aren't they ain't going to. I don't think Florida State's going to beat Florida. Well, I, what? You know, nope. It depends on it depends on who. It's just, I heard you say a while ago. Nobody knows about number two quarterback. What's the line on that, Barry? I'm looking. Uh, you don't think Florida State's going to beat Florida? I do not. I think Florida's going to beat them. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, the line is. Well, then you'll be able to blue plate this. Is uh, Florida State's a six and a half point favorite? Okay. Florida's five and six. They're not bowl eligible yet, so they're not yeah, going bowl. Yeah, they're playing a the game in Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah, they played in Gainesville. And, uh, that number, that backup, Florida's backup quarterback, after they won, after Burks went down, I thought did a pretty good job. But yeah, he didn't do bad. He, he did okay. He, he, yeah, he did, he's been there two years, and I, and I don't know anything about the backup quarterback at Florida State. Florida's going to beat Florida State. Really? I, oh, sure. I would I would bet money on it, but that's so you know that's uh, that, that's a good opinion. Let's put it that way. Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I will say this. I went three times in the games with two different teams. I never lost. So uh, you can you can't beat them down there. What's Texas A and M going to do, Max? <laughs> I think they're going to the NFL. If I'm a coach, really? I think uh, yeah, I really do. And the reason is is because. Guys, if you examine that program, and I don't know how many times we've talked about it, but something other than just the coach has got to do with the program. When they have all the resources they've got, you know, they've spent all the money. they got 50,000 students on campus, and what that represents is a huge fan base nationwide. They've had all that all this year. They've not won the championship since 1939. And, and look at the coaches they've had. Coach Brian G. Stallings, we go Jackie Sherrill. We go down the list of all the guys that's been head coach. They couldn't win a championship. So I four, there's something else internally that never comes out uh, about you know about why they keep winning, can't put it together. Have number one recruiting classes, they still can't do it. Have great players, you know, at different positions, still can't do it. So I, I don't know. I and I think that's one of the reasons they just said, hey, you know, we've tried all this other stuff. Let's go. Be, go but to I mean, they don't have to wait till the NFL season's over. I don't know. I, I don't know uh, what the rules are in the NFL about contact. If it's going to uh, be, if it's going to be, if it's going to be Lane Kiffin, then that's got to be announced on Sunday, right? I, I think so. Yes. If it's yes. not, the, the, if Lane Kiffin is not at the podium on Sunday, it's probably not him because they got to try to salvage what they got. Although they are going to a bowl, but. Uh, yep. Recruiting all well, they that got a, stuff. They, they got, got a high. They got a high-ranking uh, uh, recruiting class coming in too. Yeah. And then, of course, what the coaches got to realize now the portal, because like, oh, it opens up too when the season's over. So right. there's a lot of a lot of pressure on, on who they do hire. Yeah. Tell me this: uh, you should know him. So if you don't know, just act like you do. 
Um, <laughs> Mississippi State. There, there are two or three really good coaches. The boy got lost his job at, at Northwestern's good. Fitzgerald. Um, yep. I don't know where they're going. I think the main thing at Mississippi State is who is going to do the selecting. The president's involved in a lot of stuff, and he's right and wrong some. And then the, right. second, the second thing along with that, so he can answer both of them because I know you got to go, is uh, will they will they let uh, if, if Missouri knocks Arkansas pretty badly, will will Arkansas coach be gone? I just read this morning where the athletic director at Arkansas with the dress room at the game to guarantee he back be back next year. Yeah, they've already, oh, announced, he's 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 they've already announced he's back. Okay, yeah. right, he's back. Now the other side of that is is uh, you know. When you when you look at the way Mississippi State has to operate, coach, they got a new athletic director first and foremost, and he's already said he wanted to have a, a voice in the in the uh, new head football coach. Uh, they can't uh, either can't or won't pay the big bucks. I mean, they they will pay uh, a bit uh, four billion dollars a year. He was lowest paid coach in the in the conference. Uh, if they'll go to six, you know, I think they could draw some dates and all. But I mean, you go there's got that's a I go through there so many times. I've got a lot of good friends that have been employed there, but that is a hard place to recruit to. Uh, it, you know, and I think it's reflected. The guys that go there have done a good job coaching what they got. They coach them up to, to, to be very competitive from year to year. But, uh, you know, we've heard Dan Mullins' name, told, but Dan Mullins not coming back on the sideline. He's through. Uh, he's already said that for sure. But there are other names that are floating around out there. But I think the first and foremost where – Dr. Keenan, the president, I think he's going to be involved. I think because of the money that he will be, he's heavily involved in fundraising at that university every day. So he's going to be sure he knows where that money's being spent. How they get someone there, the procedure they do to keep what they've got and then try to add to it, that's kind of the mystery to everybody. I mean, that's on the street up here. Nobody seems to know right now. They know that the president's going to be involved and the FA director's going to be involved. Who rules there? Probably going to have to be the president, but he'll he'll get pressure from a lot of other people mm-hmm. uh, before that before that day comes out. I don't know how much he knows. Uh, well, M- Max, what you cooking for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I'm gonna do a Cajun turkey, man. Cajun. I tell you, it's a yeah. We go. It's all spiced up, but uh, we we feed 25 uh, over here. If we got a, we got. I got a lot of people go bring you know bring their favorite uh, castle you know all kind of casseroles and. Uh, I've already put my boys in for a red velvet cake for dessert, and I think uh, I think that'll show up. That's that's the, that's the dude today. We got, we got so we got bunch coming in from Texas and one of our friends' family, and uh, they uh, they gonna stay three or four days. Guys, just to give you any uh, suggestion of their lifestyle. They bring two of their jets to, to Mississippi, not one. They bring two of them full, so we know it's gonna be a. Uh, 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 a late night on Thursday night as well. And, uh, they they are big gumbo people, so we're going to do a gumbo uh, for yeah. late afternoon and early evening as well. well you got to watch Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Well, Max, we appreciate you, my man. Have a great uh, holiday season. We'll talk to you uh, next Monday. We'll have it'll be uh, time to break there'll, down. There'll a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, I think there'll be a lot of things starting to clear up by next Monday. Yeah. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you, Max. Max. Hey, hey Barry, uh, Tim Orton. It's just Texas. He's listening to our show in Costa Rica. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Did you know that, Noah, that we got people listening in Costa Rica? I did not know that. We got people listening on that app all over the place. I got people telling me they listen on that app everywhere. Did you know that, Noah? We got people out in Oklahoma, Costa Rica. Uh, Maybe even Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, Selma. All right, Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org. You want to purchase that vehicle, your dreams, get that loan out at Alabama One. Rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. They also have an Alabama One Auto Mall. All the products and services, the people are outstanding. They will find a solution for you. Go to www.alabama1.org. Dot org. Phone lines will be open, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a couple of nasty wrecks on the roadways. We got one on US 11, both directions at Tingle Tangle Road in Vance. Another one, this may be bad. 2059 westbound at exit 71, that's Alabama 69. If you see conditions, please give me a call. 2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Towns of Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. The best place. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and mild today. The high for this afternoon around 71. Rain and thunderstorms moving in tonight. There could be a few strong storms involved below 59. Tomorrow, cloudy and windy. Rain ending during the morning. The high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. We appreciate those guys being a great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. Take this top of the hour break. We got Doug Bell. I've looked at Doug. I know how Doug did this week. Do you think Doug did well? We'll see. Uh, we'll see at 8.15. We'll let Doug make some more picks. We may not, not let Doug pick anymore. He's hurting the credibility of our show. Did you see some guy saw his records and said, gosh, that is awful. <laughs> we tweeted it out the other day. But uh, anyway, the phone lines will be open here in the next 15 minutes. 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. The Berm- WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Check out Sunday's action. Week 11 in the NFL. The Lions rally to beat the Bears 31-26. to Detroit now 8-2. and It's their best start after 10 games since 1962. 49ers are 7-3 after a 27-14 win over the Buccaneers. Cowboys are 7-3 after down in the Panthers 33-10. Dolphins defeat the Raiders 20-13. Miami's at 7-3, 5-0 at home. Browns are 7-3. They beat the Steelers 13-10 on a last-second field goal. Jaguars are 7-10. They top the Titans 30 
34-14. Tennessee's 0-6 on the road. The Bills, with their new offensive coordinator, beat the Jets 32-6. New York quarterback Zach Wilson got benched late in this one. Sunday night, the Broncos get a late touchdown pass to beat the Vikings 21-20. Packers get by the Chargers 23-20. It was the Texans defeating the Cardinals 21-16. Giants over the Commanders on the road 31-19. And the Rams rally past the Seahawks 17-16. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. I'm Andrew Kniffer. Andrew is my Allstate insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Uh, give Andrew and his staff a call. They can email a quote right there to you. Make sure you got enough coverage. You have everything you need. They can check that out for you. 205-722-9201. Or go to the Andrew Kniffer Facebook page. All right, uh, now this Thursday, uh, the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss will take on Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State's got an interim coach there. Uh, Lane Kiffin's 9-2. and two. Uh, Do you think maybe if Lane Kiffin, maybe I said that wrong, I said that he'd be on the podium on by Sunday, maybe by Saturday if, uh, if he's going. If he's going, there's no reason to wait, right? He needs to Needs to get on over there and get to work. Or you think there's a possibility Lane Kiffin going to Texas A&M? Oh, I guess there's a possibility. I'm not sure one way or the other. To be honest, I thought I thought so for a while. You know, in the uh, National Football League coaches have come into play. Some some have indicated a little bit that uh, they have not said no. Put it that way. So I would say that uh, it'll be somebody. There or either Lane Kiffin. They may, I don't. I don't know that there'd be a, a surprise for you and I. Somebody. I don't know what National uh, Football League people they exactly want, but uh, their president uh, is going to have something to do with this, just like the Mississippi State president. And we'll see. I don't think he, unless you're hiring assistant coach from National Football League. You can't wait on a head coach. Their season on in until yeah. late January. Uh so I don't I don't see that. All right. Maybe, uh, maybe Lane Kiffin. Friday is there's a couple games if you're yeah. Missouri uh, if you're an Alabama fan you keep an eye on. Yeah, Missouri, Arkansas, but that doesn't matter. Texas Tech and Texas. Uh games on ABC the game is at Texas. I don't know. They're Texas 13.5-point favorite. Obviously, you need Texas Tech. Uh, just your thoughts about what you saw with Texas and Iowa State. Uh, they didn't blow them out, but they did enough to get by and win the football game. So, will Texas stay ahead of Alabama tomorrow when the rankings come out? Yes. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think Texas. I think Texas goes into Iowa State, wins what thirty-five, thirteen, or something, whatever it was. Um, and I think Texas Tech is not the. It's not the opponent that uh, that Iowa State was actually. So I, I think Texas is going to be hard to jump above. It's going to be hard for Alabama to jump above. I think Alabama jumps above if they beat Georgia. And Georgia, 
I, I think uh, being George is, is, is not going to be easy. Uh, but I, I would say if Alabama could beat the number one team, then they got to go. Georgia drops out. Uh, if you're going to go head-to-head, B. Yeah, but I'm saying you guys still got the problem of Texas ahead of Alabama and the Ohio State or Michigan, yeah, uh, Florida do. State, and um, yeah. and then the Washington. Uh, so that's still a problem. All right, the Friday night, uh, 7.30, Oregon State goes to Oregon. Uh, the line's 13 and a half uh, there. Uh, you give Oregon State any chance to help the Crimson Tide, knocking off Oregon, who's ahead of Alabama. Uh, I think Oregon State's awfully good, but I think I think Oregon's better. Um, the Oregon has played awfully darn well, and I just don't see that. I, I think Oregon, I think Oregon gets them. Uh, the Washington game was a, it was a tough fight. It was a tough game. Washington's got a very good team. Um, you know, they were located a long way from us. We don't think about them as much, but they're darn good. So, Washington or Oregon, one of those two is going to go. One of the Michigan-Ohio State is going to go. So, that's that's two that are gone. Um, I assume now that Texas will play Oklahoma. Is that right? Uh, in the Big 12, there's like a three-way log jam there with five and two. So I, I don't know the tiebreakers uh, in that situation. Um, so you've got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and I think one other team. Uh, let's see here real quick. Um, let's see. I, and I don't know their, like I said, their tiebreaker. you got uh, Oklahoma six and two, Oklahoma State six and two, and Kansas State six and two. Uh, so one of those. Uh, teams there would would uh, take home uh, Texas. Uh, the other game uh, on Saturdays, Ohio State travels to Michigan. Uh, well, this game, uh, this is a lot of pressure uh, on this assistant coach. Now, I know Harbaugh can be there, but these games come down to maybe a, a decision uh, to, to go for it on fourth down. These games come down to coaching there. I think there's a lot of pressure on this guy at Michigan now to, to get this right. Uh, where the other games, you felt like Michigan was going to be okay, although Maryland uh, did move the ball on them pretty well and had a chance to win the game. Um, what do you see here in this Ohio State-Michigan game? And is this a more difficult game for the assistant to coach than those other ones? I, I think uh, I think Jim tells him on, on the speaker in his ear what he wants him to do. I can't, they don't let him do that. Oh, sure they are. There's no that will be. I mean, they're not going to let him have commun. I'm guaranteeing well, sure. no communication with. Well, the I, I bet you fifty dollars they do. I, I, I don't that's agree. Part, that's part of the suspension. You can't I, have. I, any I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think it is. I haven't heard that. Google that, uh, Noah. See he, he just he just can't be at the game. But he can be on the phone with him. I think so. Ah, Google that, Noah. See if that's right. right Go- well, Google it. Google it. But no way gonna do it. Ain't well, no I good. Say if, if like you know, a lot of times they'll say, all right, on Saturday there's no communication between on Saturday until after the game or whatever. You don't think it's been communication between Jim and the head coach in the last two games? Mm, no, I don't. I mean, okay. what's he? He's call. Who is he calling? He's calling somebody in the booth and saying, "Tell him." No, he can. He can. He can hook up. He can hook up wire to wire, ear to ear. Uh, yeah. All right. Get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. 
I'm okay. Great. Uh, let me ask y'all this. Do you think in basketball, in your experience, do you think uh, referees kind of keep a book on certain players and uh, they pass notes, maybe not pass notes, but communicate like, you got to watch that kid right there. He's out the foul and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, they're a little quicker on the whistle with certain players than they are others. Uh, I think maybe I think maybe to some degree. I, I'm going to tell you what they do. You have some officials that have that you have to have some you have to have some guts to call games, and so there are so many officials that the the crowd calls the game. By that I mean that they 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 listen to the crowd and they lean. Uh, the guy that called that guy that uh, one of the three that called the the Alabama uh, uh, Indiana State game. I've seen him. He's a, he's a leaner, and not that Alabama shouldn't have won. They should have, and they did great. But he's a leaner, and you have guys who lean that way. And uh, the minute they get into the into the, they they'll look and see the number of free throws Tom that you that you shot versus the number of shots that I that I took, uh, just so they have it in their mind what to say if somebody questions them. They're supposed to be monitored and monitored and checked. I don't know if you want to use the word cheating or not, uh, and I never, I don't, I never use that word. But there were some leaners that just leaned towards a, a, a leaned a little bit towards the coach because that coach could get them more jobs, and leaned a little bit towards the crowd and leaned a little bit towards the home team. I do think Tom, when they're in there prior to going out. Players have reputations. Coaches have reputations. Uh, some guys are, you know, and they send film in uh, on players. So when there's calls that are missed, they, they send it to the conference office. They talk to these guys. So I'm sure they're going to say, hey, you know, let's look out for so-and-so. Let's make sure he's not flopping tonight. They do. T- they absolutely yeah. talk about the players and the coaches. No oh, doubt. Oh, let me say this. Barry, I can't think of the guy's name. He's over the officials. He told me that in the in the in the dressing room, and I, don't, I hate to bring his personal, but I think it's, it's answers your question. You need to watch Wimp because Wimp is out of the box a lot. We need we need we we don't need that to happen. He's he's out of the box. Well, I was at the edge of the box, but I wasn't out of it much. And so he told me he was laughing about it because I was a friend. At, we were friendly after that, and he said they they discussed it. Don't be darn sure if he's out of the box. Just call it. And they they call a technical on me. Uh, I think it was over plays, but I never got many technical fouls called at all. I almost got a bunch, but the word is that is almost. But uh, the, and to answer your question, yes, they they will look for certain things for players, maybe at elbowing and so forth, uh, and also they certainly look for for coaches. They're very careful not to call a lot of, a lot of technicals on big name coaches. I mean, Coach K could go a long time before they would call a technical on him. Yeah, you know, that, I, I think that that's a true, very true statement. And um, But I, I wanted to bring something up. In two games that I watched with Alabama uh, this year in person, uh, the Walters kids, the referees have got it in for him. He's filed out twice. And uh, and they've got it in for this kid. And and uh, uh, I, I hollered at him 
from the sideline over there the other night and said, just quit jumping up in the air. Just don't jump. Because every time you leave the ground, they call a foul. And, uh, of course, I got into it with everybody around there. Oh, it ain't like what I got. I said, the hell it ain't. I said, I'm watching. And uh, But every time he jumps up off the floor, they call a foul. Then Coach Oaks, instead of riding the referees about their poor officiating, he gets on to the kid. Well, the kid on like when they played uh, Indiana State, like the mid-major, I call them mid-major, they have smaller, quicker guys. Alabama likes to switch a lot of screens, so he gets switched off on a guard, and they're going right by him. Cause, but when, when he gets to the SEC, a lot of guys maybe will be closer to his size because they're a little bit bigger, so maybe they won't expose him so bad. But his feet are a little bit slow there, uh, Tom. So when you switch him out on a guard... Well, you know what? You're exactly right. I wish I had noticed that. I'm up here arguing with people being stupid <laughs> and I uh, didn't know what I was talking about. You're exactly right. You know what? Because Coach Oates mentioned that the other day in his press conference. He said, we got to do something about these blow-bys. By God, you know, there it is right there. Yeah, well, he gets switched off on a 6-2 guard and that guy's a lot quicker. And so he goes by him, uh, and that happened time and who time. Are you fuss- who are you fussing about? I, I, I missed you. I didn't hear it. Walters, the freshman. Sure. The freshman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I, you know, Barry, Barry, he's got it figured out, and and I, I didn't see it, but he's exactly right. I'm up here fussing and griping and belly aching about. <laughs> Wal- Walters is a good Tom, Tom Walters is a good player, and I know you like him a great deal. He He'll have a tougher time a little bit because of his body built, uh, doing exactly what he needs to do uh, when they go and get it, when they get into the league. I think he's but, got uh, to get in the weight room. It ain't no doubt. He's got to reshape that yeah, body. Yeah. You like him because he made those eight threes that day. That was an exhibition that's exactly game. Right. Okay. When he hit thirty nine points, that was it for me. That was yeah. the end of the line. I thought, oh, there he is. All American, give it to him now. Yeah, well, they but also. You're, you're, you're exactly right. That That's that's what's happening. And I'd be darned, I didn't even. I, never mind. I'll see y'all. Thanks Thank for taking my call. Right, what, what, what did you say, Barry? I, I switch a lot. So when you're playing yeah. Indiana State, he gets switched out on a 6 2 guard, and the guy just blows by him. Yeah. You know, because, but maybe in the league, the guys will be a little bit bigger. And it won't be as tough of a matchup uh, for him. And a lot of them mismatches when they switch. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take the break here. We'll get our main man, Douglas Bell, and you listen to Todd one hundred point nine. I see home for album sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy and mild today. The high for this afternoon around 71. Rain and thunderstorms moving in tonight. There could be a few strong storms involved, the low 59. Tomorrow, cloudy and windy. Rain ending during the morning, the high 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 52 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 19. 19- 73. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. I tell you all the time when they come out, 
monthly. They'll leave uh, something on your door telling exactly what you what they did. They also give you a text message, uh, letting you know that they've been out. They take great care of me. Let them do the same for you. Eight six six Wayne's one. Tell them you heard it on the inside of the locker room, and get sixty dollars off your initial pest control service. I right, get to the Wayne's. Uh, hotline here. He's with uh, PGA Tour Radio. CBS Sports joins us every uh, Monday. Uh, Doug Bell. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Hey, Doug. Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach. Uh, hey, guys. I was at the game Saturday, and at least two people came up and uh, introduced themselves and said how much they enjoyed our segment, and they thought it was entertaining. So what do you think about that? Well, that's great. Well, before we get into bragging about how good you are, um uh, <laughs> You you weren't Saint, you weren't at Saint Simon you weren't at Simon down down South Park no, no but I, no but I watched Coach that was the last stop of the yeah well tell our, tell our listeners who won and so forth well um, uh, Ludwig Ober uh, yeah. it's it's spelled A B E R G but it's pronounced Ober and he's from Sweden twenty four years old uh, listen he he went to Texas Tech University um, and got his card by the way uh, through PGA Tour University and that was. That was uh, something the PGA Tour introduced several years ago, but then suddenly it's like, wait a minute, Liv has taken all these great college players, so we need to hurry up. So Bear made it out on the PGA Tour. And get this, guys, um, he's never played in a major championship. He's 24 years old, all right? But in the last year, he has a win now on the PGA Tour. He has a win on the European Tour, the DP World Tour. He's on the Ryder Cup team where he was a great player, and now he's ranked inside the top 50 in the world. And he's never played in a major so, well, why has uh, it, it gotten that good? Well, <laughs> you know, it's one of these things, Coach, and I've followed him uh, a few times now. Not a lot because he hasn't played in a lot. You know, he's only played, um, you know, he's only played 49 rounds on the PGA Tour, and 29 of those rounds have been in the 60s, including this past weekend where he shot 61-61 on the weekend. Gee. He's just special, Coach. You know, he, all these guys are great. Believe me, I mean, you go out and watch all these players, and they're like, wow, they're, you know, they're exceptional. But there's certain ones like John Rahm and Scheffler and McElroy and Justin Thomas and people like that who are just, you know, there's something about them. They just, they're better. And this kid is in that category. He is a superstar. And wait until he starts playing in the major championships. He'll be in the Masters for the first time coming up in April. Good. And, you know, he's a, a handsome guy, good looking guy, hits it a ton. And you say that about a lot of these guys, but he does hit it farther than just about any of the other top players because he creates more club head speed. And when you see it, he's effortless. I mean, he swings at it and just like, you know, it just didn't look like he went after it. And then you go out there and he's 25, 30 yards past the guys he's playing with. So just remember Ludwig Aubert, um, this was not like a, a surprise deal. Like he came out okay. of nowhere. Uh, the players the players will tell you how good he is. And that, that's uh, something. Before Barry gets going with you on this stuff, uh, McElroy gets off the PGA committee, uh, the, yeah. the board. Uh, yeah. And um, the, the Tiger-McElroy thing is going to go on, and, and Rob's not going to play any Explain those two things to our listeners before we go to football. Well, I, I think what in Rory's case, you know, he's been on the players' advisory board of the PGA Tour for two years now, and he's really been the spokesman for the PGA Tour. Uh, nobody else has been more outspoken than Rory as far as PGA Tour versus Liv. And I think now uh, he's on the verge now, Rory. He's looking at the end of his career. And he says, maybe I have another five or six years of really competitive play. Um, my little girl is now close to three years old. 
And eventually, my family, we're going to move to London, England. Uh, we're going to move, you know, we have a home in Jupiter, but we want to live in England, even though he married a young lady from South Florida. Um, and so he's looking at his career, and he has all these business dealings now with Tiger, including this Monday night deal that's going to happen now, this team competition, where he and Tiger are going to cash out, you know, zillions of dollars. So I think he just he's had enough. Um, he served his he served his duty, and I think and I and I don't think he's you know I don't think he's happy with the PGA Tour negotiating with Liv. Uh, you know I think he's, he's like listen if they're going to do that I'm just going to plan for the future. And he still wants to win the Masters. That's what he needs to complete a career Grand Slam. But I think I think he's a, a young man who now has generational wealth. Um, he's happy as he has a beautiful family. He's, he's going to play a limited schedule here in the next four or five years where we're not going to see him very much except for the major championships. And I think, I think that was the decided thing coach. I think he's just tired of, of being the spokesman for the PGA tour. And he wants to just kind of settle back in and play a little golf and enjoy his family. Uh, Doug Tiger announced he's coming back to the Bahamas to play since the first time since the masters, uh, how's Tiger's health. Well, uh, apparently it's good. You know, on social media, he's been releasing it, you know, little video snippets here and there. And a swing looks great. Not a surprise. Um, you know, he got that that fused ankle just like uh, Bill Walton did in basketball, uh, where you won't be able to move that ankle anymore. But Tiger said it, there's no more pain, and he still can play golf. Um, that's his tournament in the Bahamas next week. You know, when we're at the SEC Championship, uh the uh, Hero World Challenge will be in the Bahamas. Only 20 players. They always save a spot for Tiger if he wants to play, and he's going to play. The interesting thing about that is Joe LaCava was Tiger's long-term caddy, and then, of course, he went with Patrick Cantlay, and they had that dust-up with Rory yeah. in the Ryder Cup. Cantlay and Xander Shoffley uh, abruptly withdrew from Tiger's tournament last week, which raised some eyebrows. Uh, apparently, Tiger... And Rory, they're on uh, they're on a different page than Cantlay and Shoffley. And they were replaced by Justin Rose and Lucas Glover, by the way. But I just thought it was interesting. And so Joe LaCava will not carry for Tiger. Uh, rumor is that Charlie, Tiger's son, um, whose high school team just won the state championship in the state of Florida, by the way, Benjamin High School down in, down in Jupiter, um, he'll carry for his dad next week. At, uh, at the Hero World Challenge, which, by the way, is a flat golf course. Um, you know, it's a beach course. There aren't a lot of hills, so it's an easy walk for Tiger. But Barry and Coach, I mean, how great is it to have Tiger back? We have not seen him since he walked off the golf course Saturday at the Masters when that weather, you know, got down in the 30s. Is John Rahm in there? Uh, who, who's that, Coach? John Rahm, is he playing? Uh, he is playing, yes. Yeah, there's only 20 guys that play, and um, and Hero, by the way, is the big motorcycle company in India. JT, I guess, is playing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's great friends with uh, with Tiger. So yeah. So it's a four. You know, it's four rounds, but only 20 guys. And like last year, Victor Hovland won, uh, which is a big deal. I mean, they're good players. Two years ago, John Rahm won. So and and so these guys take it fairly fairly seriously. And the fact that it's Tiger's tournament. Well, LIV is about gone, except for the big money that these five or six guys are getting in it. Well, you know, it's funny. Brooks Kepka, um, there were all these uh, tweets, you know, about uh, the team competition in Live 
And Bubba Watson, you know, was thinking about retiring, and now his his team will be back. And then Brooks Kepka, he tweeted out, um, I'm glad you guys have all this information about the team, but I sure would like to get our schedule. Does anybody have our schedule? <laughs> and that that raised eyebrows, and then suddenly Kepka took it down. So I think the people from Liv were like, gosh, that, I know that you're trying to be funny, but take that down because it wasn't a good look for Liv especially when their players don't know where the, where the tournaments are going to be next year. Yeah, it's like they have the mafia guy just says, uh, you need to get that down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you say, and you say yes, sir. Uh, and you get that. Yeah. Doug, do we want to talk football today? You want to skip it? No, no. <laughs> no I want to talk it because, uh, again, this gentleman who I saw after the game, you know, he 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 laughed. He said he, talk he, about he your, loves. Did he ask you about your picks? Yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 loves the banter going back and forth. He said, "Hey, coach, never misses a blue plate." He goes, "Doug, you miss a lot of those," but he goes, "I enjoy the banter." And I said, "Well, okay, I appreciate that." If so. we would have bet against your blue plate, mm, we could have made <laughs> not your blue plate, your picks. Well, Dad hit, hit his blue plate. He had Georgia Tech, and they. I know. And I had my dessert plate. I had Georgia, uh, and they they covered. Let's look at your picks here. Um, you're twelve twenty three and two. Yeah, James Madison. Uh, you yeah. said take James Madison, Dad. He said, yeah. uh, Noah, you ready? James Madison. He said take them minus the ten and a half. Uh, Noah, uh, they versus App State. Well, you killed James Madison, uh, Doug. James Madison lost the game. They're only lost the year, so that will be a loss. Uh, <laughs> so Doug, go ahead, Noah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Clemson and North Carolina. You did. Say so take yes. Clemson minus the six and a half. There was a ten point win for the Clemson Tigers, so that is a W. That's a win. Give him a win. Buy stock in Clemson. Buy stock. There you go. And then Texas Tech, man. Texas Tech minus three versus Central Florida. The game Texas Tech did win, but they only won by one, 24 23. So oh, no. Two out of three? Yeah. And he's on our show? That runs the record <laughs> to 13, 25, and 2. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Kevin Austin, who's a buddy of mine, last week said 12, 23, and 2, question mark. That's really bad is what Kevin said about you. So, I don't know why people don't bet against you. Like, why is that? Just bet against him. Well, and listen, I, the thing about it, guys, I never just go with my heart. I never go with an impulse. Hey, I, you stu- I can tell you, you study it. Whatever yeah, you're you going st- with, you needed to go another direction. You, you uh, study it, you're, but you're not a very good studier. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got other things. I, I can see by uh, Facebook, you got other things going on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> see, see you guys. Oh, uh, by the way, Co- Barry Coach is on my podcast. By the way, is it uh, the Old Gap Box podcast? Yeah, we talk hoops. So well, be yeah. sure and dial that in. When is that coming it's up, out? It's up, it's up right now. The old gab box. All right. How do you get that? Yeah. Just go to any. Uh, wherever wherever Apple, you get your yeah. podcast. Okay. Yeah. And, and call up the old gab box podcast. How do, how do you get? Tell me how to get that. Oh, you have to take them off the air, duh. <laughs> On yeah, your just uh, phone, it. it has a podcast. Just punch that in and then punch in the yeah. old gab box. It should come up. Yeah. All right. Um, where are we going this week, Doug? You only going to right, do three. Guys. You only do three this no, week. No, no, no. I got, I got six. Oh, because God. I, I'll go through these quick. Well, listen. If I go six and zero, oh, I'm right back in the fold. 
No, you're, you're, not. Not. you're not, but All go right. ahead. <laughs> All right. We're starting with the Iron Bowl, and why not, guys? Alabama now. that Last week when I talked to you, it was 10.5. Now it's up to 14.5. That's what you had, Barry, right? 14.5? I'm looking. Go ahead. Yeah, 14.5. Yeah. All right. All right. Auburn has six wins. And, and look at this, this list of victories. UMass, Cal, Samford, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Arkansas. Now, only one team has a winning record. That's Sanford of the teams they've beaten. Listen, Auburn cannot run the ball. They cannot stop the run. And they're in the negative in the giveaway takeaway. Those are the three uh, components of winning football. Listen, guys, uh, Alabama's going to cover. Oh, my they gosh. Are gonna cover the fans the are yeah. getting so nervous now, Doug, that you're picking Alabama. <laughs> this is This is a really good improving team against really a very mediocre Auburn football team. You Bottom line. You killed it's James simple. Madison. Now you're about to kill Alabama. <laughs> uh, all right. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> so write that down, Noah. <laughs> Alabama minus cover. the 14 and a half they cover. Uh, all right. Oof. Okay. Sorry, Alabama I feel fans. good about that. Sorry, fans. All right. Number two, Saturday night, Georgia uh, minus 23 at Georgia Tech. And this is interesting as I was looking this up, guys. Um, Georgia is 0-4-1 against the spread when they're favored by 23 or more points this season. I mean, that's that's amazing when I looked at that. Uh, but in this case, again, we're talking about a Georgia team that looks like they're playing at the, the best level they played all year. Georgia Tech, by the way, is going to a bowl game. Uh, Brent Key has done a nice job, former Alabama offensive line coach, uh, returns to his alma mater. But in this case, I just think Georgia has too much firepower. And I think Georgia does win for the first time, favored by 23 or more. And they cover at Georgia Tech, Bobby Dodd Stadium on Saturday night. All right, Joe, ABC, 630. Check it out. Uh, Georgia minus 23. No, all right. Where are you all going? Right. Third game. All right, here we go. Uh, Gators at home against Florida State. Uh, Florida State favored by six and a half. Both teams now going with backup quarterbacks. Uh, both teams saw their starters go down for the remainder of the season last week. Uh, the Florida State kid, that was a gruesome injury, and certainly hope that uh, that he recovers. I mean, that was really one of those terrible football injuries. At the same time, Florida, by the way, Billy Napier, there was a lot of heat. You know, he calls the plays. You know, the last five games, aside from the Georgia game, uh, the five other games, Florida scored 35 or more points in every game. So Billy Napier has really done a nice job calling plays, the backup quarterback isn't bad at Florida. Uh, I think Florida, I like them getting six and a half at home. And, and you know, I won't go out on a limb and say they're going to win, but I think this will be a close game, to say the least. Wouldn't shock me to see the Gators derail FSU season, but I like Florida getting the points at home on Saturday. All right, Florida plus six and a half. Dad's picking Florida to win outright, so y'all are. Yeah. No, I had to take this about blue play, yeah. your blue play, but you said Florida's going to win. Or yeah, but Florida's going to beat them, yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. So then yeah. that should be your blue play. All right, go ahead. Game four, five, and six, Doug. Well, the big one, Ohio State, Michigan, both teams 11-0, 8-0 in the Big Ten. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. Obviously, an elimination game for whoever loses, not going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Michigan favored by four. They've beaten the Buckeyes each of the last two years, uh, and they've done it really just manhandling Ohio State on the line of scrimmage on both sides. And, again, the old adage, guys, Michigan has run the football, they've stopped the run, and they've forced turnovers against Ohio State. They've done it the last two years. But but here's my take on this game. Listen, with all that uh, 
the, the sign stealing thing has been blown out of proportion, which happens this day and age with the media and social, social media, et cetera. I just think this tornado that is surrounding Michigan uh, will take its toll. And they have struggled the last two weeks. I think Ohio State goes into Ann Arbor and wins that game outright. I like Ohio State in that game. All right, so Ohio State, you're getting, what is that, four? Uh, four. Four, yeah, you're getting Ohio State plus four. Uh, yep. All right, game five. All right, game five, Kentucky-Louisville, the Governor's Cup. Uh, again, Louisville having a dream season, 10-1. and one. Kentucky, somehow they're bowl eligible. They're kind of like Auburn. They haven't beaten anybody, but they'll be going to a bowl. How about this, guys? Kentucky, third down conversion defensively. Um, Kentucky is 105th in the country. They give up 43% of the time opponents, you know, get a first down on third down against Kentucky. I mean, that's terrible. On the other side, Louisville's defense is 11th in the country. They only give up a first down 29% of the time. So third down defense is big, and I think Louisville, it's, it's one of those dream seasons. Jeff Brom has done one heck of a job as the head coach at Louisville. I like Louisville at home to, uh, to cover. They're favored by seven. I think Louisville covers. Wins the Governor's Cup, and they go 11-1 and one as they beat Kentucky. Kentucky beat them a year ago, and I think Louisville will be motivated this year, this All right, Saturday. Uh, no, Louisville minus seven versus Kentucky. All right. Last, yeah, All right. Was that five or four or five? That was five. Six. One more. The All lock right. of locks. And Coach may want to use this as a blue plate, by the way. Okay. okay. Arizona. Arizona favored by 12 and a half over Arizona State. Have you been keeping up with Arizona? Eight and three on the season. Um, good. Huge surprise. Yeah, they're really good. I don't know enough about them. Yeah. Their head coach may be headed to one of these job openings. You never know. Um, but I think Arizona. I, I think they handle Arizona State again. That's a very good team that has, hasn't had a lot of injuries. Arizona. They they're really playing good football here the last two or three weeks. And Arizona State is a team that's kind of limping to the finish. And I think Arizona covers that 12 and a half. In fact, I think they probably win by, you know, 21 or more in that game on Saturday. Okay. All right. Take Arizona minus 12 and a half. The game is in Tempe. You do know that, right? Oh, I know. Okay. I know. But I'm just saying, okay. listen, if I, if I go 6051, guys, 6-0. next Monday you'll be. Yeah. You'll be bragging. You're who still is your guy? Two games below 500. Even hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Doug. Duh. Yeah, coach. Yeah, uh, coach. Tell, tell Brandy I voted for. <laughs> I will. I will. All right, I think uh, I, I think I did, Doug. I didn't know how to vote, but I, yeah. I voted for. All right. yeah, no, I think that. All right, Doug. Uh, you going to the game, Doug? You going to the Iron Bowl? Uh, no, no, I'm not going to go. Um, I'm going to enjoy that this one at home. Um, and again, as Alabama covers that 14 and a half, I'll be enjoying this one at home. I'm going to the SEC championship, though. Oh, are you? I'll be uh, you covering yeah. that. Yeah. Are you working or yeah. spectating? Uh, I'll be doing some some uh, cut-ins for CBS throughout the day. You know, they <laughs> and you'll get a kick out of this. You know, CBS Sports HQ, uh, they talk about the odds and point spreads, et cetera. And so they'll have, <laughs> they'll have me on that Friday, Saturday. That would be really good. Spread. Listen to this one, guys. I got one of my best friends in life. His daughter's getting married the night of the SEC championship game. Oh, good. Watch, wow. watch she says I do. I was like, dude, you, well, that's when she wanted to do it. And he, I'm sure he wanted Alabama to go, so he didn't have to pay as much, hoping that people would go to Atlanta. 
Get him, man. Wow. So what do you, what do you do? Do you go? I told Jenny we can go to the reception, but we're not gonna go to the wedding, and she about cut my head off. Uh, so I guess I will be uh, at the wedding. I'll tell you about it. I'll watch call it, you and tell you about it. Watch her on your phone. Yeah, you can watch her on your phone. I'll call you and tell you can about you it. Can you cheer like if it something happens and they're still up there d- during the ceremony? You won't be doing a lot of cheering in that game. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs> All right, Doug. Tell me about MD Wellness and Aesthetics before we get out of here. Absolutely. Uh, 205-582-9216-650 Inverness Corners. That's MD Wellness and Aesthetics or MDWellnessandAesthetics.com. Hey, with the holidays coming up, gift certificates are available for all the guys for your uh, uh, your, your better half or um, for the ladies if you want to get something for your guy. Uh, and it, it's all about guys uh, making yourself look better, feel better, uh, weight loss, hair loss, Botox, skin care. Uh, they have it all. And it's, they've been doing it a long time. Susan Brignett is the owner. So look it up, and she'll have all her specials on mdwellnessandaesthetics.com. Thank you, Doug. Talk you next week, guys. Thank you, Doug. Happy right. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Barry. I don't think we should let Doug do six games. He, oh, his record's oh. going to be like 12 and 30. Yeah. I'm um, running out of uh, characters in the tweet. I, uh, I just got a text from Mike Nordholz, of course, who played for me. He's a great player. He said that uh, he understood that Jock Sutherland, who's very old and who worked with me when I was wasn't my assistant, but we were assistants together, uh, passed away this weekend. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's tell me about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, I'll talk about that the same hour all the time. They start talking about it in the first hour, I guess. But right. Prince Clover and Hayes are outstanding attorneys. That's just the bottom line of it. And they're attorneys that have been successful. And if you have an accident, if you have a situation that it shouldn't have been an accident, if you don't know what to do, if you're confused, then you need to call 205-345-1234 and visit with them about the problem that you have. They'll visit with you on telephone, and then you'll go by 701 Rice Mine Road, sit down with you, visit with you there, do everything they possibly can to get you to understand what direction you need to go now that they've taken it full time. And they will represent you in the right way. Prince, Glover, and Hayes, 205-345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the web website. I always remember if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, a disabled commercial vehicle has closed Alabama 216 near Interstate 59 in Tuscaloosa County. Please seek an alternate route. We've got a wreck on US 43 southbound at McFarland and a wreck on 2059 westbound at exit 71 involving an overturned vehicle. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Spoils and never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Tuscaloosa Toyota, great sponsor on Inside the Locker Room. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. You can pull up the new inventory, uh, the used inventory. If you want to schedule a service, you can do it right there at the website. If you want to go by, uh, swing by 3325 Skyland Boulevard. They'll take great care of you. Swing by today. Find Justin, find David DeSantis, and tell them that Wimp 
and Barry sent you. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, Nick Saban clips uh, real quick here. Uh, Noah, uh, coaches uh, open. Alabama did what they were supposed to do. They went in. Uh, they played excellent. Got to play a lot of people. Uh, to my knowledge, they got injury-free. Hopefully, they're going to change their punt returner uh, <laughs> after uh, Kool-Aid with another fumble there. So uh, here was Coach's opening statements after the big victory on Senior Day in Bryant-Denny Stadium. So really pleased with the way the guys, you know, came out and, you know, played today. Uh, these are the kind of games that you really want to maintain your intensity, kind of keep trying to improve, trying to get better. Um, I thought we had a pretty good week of practice, and I thought it carried over in the game in terms of our ability to execute and do the things that we need to do. And I'd say about 98% of the time we had, you know, the right intensity. There was one drive there on defense you know, where they scored a touchdown where we made a couple of mistakes and uh, made a couple other mistakes that, you know, led to big plays on their part. But for the most part, you know, I was really pleased. I thought Jalen played really, really well in the game, starting out like 10 for 10 or something. And uh, we made some explosive plays, which were designed and practiced all week based on how they play and what they do. So it's always good to see when you practice something and then you go out and execute it in the game. And it works out exactly like you planned. And uh, some of those things did. Players did a good job of executing. And, you know, uh, Burton had a good day today with some big plays. And, uh, we got to play a lot of players, which I think is something that, um, you know, a lot of these guys, man, they work hard all year long. They don't get a lot of positive self-gratification. Some of them don't even get to dress for games. We dressed everybody who was healthy today, I think 134 guys, and got to play a, a, a ton of guys. And um, always happy to be able to do that. So uh, it's good for their development. It's good for their experience. And uh, obviously, uh, they can learn and grow from that as well. But just having the opportunity to play in a game in Bryant-Denny Stadium has got to be a great experience for some of these guys. And we certainly appreciate the work that they do all year to help the other players get ready to play. So for them to get to play today was really um, special to me. All right, right there, he uh, just answered why. When you say why do you play a Chattanooga, that's why right there because you can play everybody, correct? I think it is. Um, explain to me. Uh, if you will, the quarterback situation of the of the three quarterbacks that are returning supposedly. What the the kid from Notre Dame, the one that, that came in with play with Tommy, he has how many years of eligibility? Like he's a sophomore, uh, maybe a redshirt sophomore, but he would sit out. So I guess he'd have a couple years left. Okay, he'd have two years. You say? I, mean, I guess he only. I don't know how many games he's played in this year, but uh, not, not he hasn't played in five. Yeah, but I don't know. If he even has a red shirt year left. So okay, okay, you know, uh, he's not in the mix. You, unless I know, but I'm just I'm trying to just get it straight. Don't mind uh, the other kid uh, who's second string. I guess he would have he would have three years left. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up the roster, but yeah, I believe you talk know, Ty Simpson. I believe he, he and Lon are getting both redshirted last year. So then uh, Milrow would be a Milrow if he wanted to go, uh, could go out. I, people say, oh, there's no way he'll go. I'm not so sure. It, it, will his stock be any higher than it is right now? Uh, I think if you give the NFL another year to maybe pick his game apart, uh, it's much like that kid at Florida that went. I'm not so sure that. Milrow shouldn't go out after this year. Yeah, I am. Why? Why? 
Well, because you're not going to be hotter than what you are right now. Uh, so you're playing the best well, you've ever I th- played. I think in the minds of the prospects, I don't think that's true. What do you mean? Well, well it's, it's, like, the, it's of the like the kid from Florida. Sorry. They took him based off of potential last year. So he went as like the uh, top five pick. Uh, and he didn't he hadn't play. And this kid's played really, really good. And I don't know what all other quarterbacks are coming out. I don't think it's a slam. Ah, you think he'd be a top first or second round draft pick if he came out now? What was the point in coming back? You going to play yourself any higher than what you are right now? No, I think in the minds of the NFL people, yes. Well, sure, they would like another year to evaluate you to make sure. Yeah. But but they also see what they've seen, and he's had, gotten, had the job one year, how much he's improved. I think somebody would take a chance on him now. Uh, but he comes back next year and doesn't play well. Uh, his draft stock could fall. Uh, so I don't think it's a – he may not, but I don't think it's – out of the question that he will uh, look at look at going. So, anyway, I don't know. Anybody want to comment on that, you can call. Uh, but you got Lonergan and you got Ty Simpson. Uh, Ty Simpson's number two. Lonergan's number three. And then I don't know where Holstein and Buckner fall in there. The question is, will Ty Simpson come back? If, if Milrow comes back, will Ty Simpson come back and sit another year? And then you got the kid from California coming in as well. He's supposed to be here practicing uh, for the bowl, uh, the bowl game. So I'm sure maybe Simpson, those guys are looking at him. What's his name, son? Julian Sayan, I believe is his name. So uh, he'll be here. I would take this last break, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show. You listen to Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, a disabled commercial vehicle has closed Alabama 216 near Interstate 59 in Tuscaloosa County. Please seek an alternate route. We've got a wreck on US 43 southbound at McFarland and a wreck on 2059 westbound at exit 71 involving an overturned vehicle. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 in instant savings on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Monday edition of The Game, we'll do the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by Daniel Moore. The bad and the ugly is sponsored by the Auburn Cheerleaders. All starting at 2 o'clock here on The Game on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Well, welcome back to Inside Like I said, yeah, Lonergan's a freshman. Uh, Ty Simpson's a redshirt freshman. Uh, now, Lonergan from the kid from, from Notre Dame's a freshman. No, that's Buckner. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, Buckner. Right. He's a red shirt sophomore. Okay, so he would have two more. Um, but I don't think he's in there. But I don't, he's him coming here. Maybe he's, trying got, to, he's gonna leave. Maybe where's where's he going though? He's going to sit out. He's going to transfer unless he's going to graduate. Uh, if he graduates, he can go. But if he doesn't graduate, he's going to sit out a year. Okay. He can only transfer one time. So. 
maybe he came here because he wants to coach. Uh, I don't know. All right, that's it for today's show. We'll get out of here. We'll make way for the Gary Harris Show. Go to wwwalabama one org for all their products and services. I tell you every day, I've got the car loan, I've got the mortgage, and I've got the credit card. And these guys do an outstanding job for me. Let them do the same for you. You're just a tide of 100.9. Is he home? Of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.